Welcome to the Class of the Little Sass podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Millspaw, best-selling author and award-winning motivational speaker with over 20 years in the personal development industry. I believe that the more you know, the more you grow. With each podcast episode, I will educate and empower you, girlfriend to girlfriend style, on how to create a happy life from motherhood guidance, career and business advice, to feeling confident in your relationships and everything in between. This is Real Talk Radio. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Do you need a confidence boost? Well, you are in the right place today. So I decided earlier today actually to just do an in and I decided in the shower. Can I just pause for a minute in there and give props to the shower? I can solve all of life's problems with in one shower. What is it about taking a shower? I don't know if it's because you're finally not interrupted. You've got some time to yourself. Your thoughts unfold. I mean, it's Sunday. I usually record these on Sundays. And I think it's the calmness of not having to rush off to be anywhere and just taking in the week and kind of, it's a reset day. Don't you think? Is your Sunday a reset day? Maybe it is like mine, but I don't know what it is. I think of everything good. Like, and I'm not in there that long. Okay. But I'm in there long enough to solve all the world's problems. That's what it feels like. Like, okay, this is what we're going to do today. This is how the week's going to unfold and so on. So I notice that obviously my whole platform's around confidence boosting, but a three-part series on three hot topics that have come up in just conversation and feedback from my email, emails that I send out every week and my Facebook group. If you're not a part of any of that, please see the show notes and jump in there. And a lot of people private message me because it's just easier to be vulnerable that way, I guess. But there's some areas of our life where we need a little more, just a little boost, a little add a girl, a little pat on the back, a little point in the right direction, hug, girl, you got this. And it's just a quick bite-sized confident booster. I'm going to do, um, today's topic is about confidence in the workplace. And then I'm going to talk about confidence in your love life and in the bedroom and confidence in your parenting, just confidence all around with, am I doing a good job? Am I messing up my kids? You know, all this stuff. So I'm going to jump right into confidence in the workplace. This one I started it off with because as it's Sunday and I'm recording this, a lot of us work a Monday through Friday job and there's something about Sundays. You can start to dread your Monday and it ruins and steals your joy of your Sunday. But if you are confident how the week's going to unfold and you just take five seconds to glance at your schedule, I just noticed I have eight meetings tomorrow. And there's something about that that increases my anxiety. And it doesn't help that I had to take Friday off because my beloved Uncle Bob passed away. And I couldn't tell you how much I was actually looking forward just to hugging some cousins I haven't seen in decades. You know, it's it's bittersweet because you have to say goodbye to Uncle Bob. <clears throat> well, see you later is how we roll in this in this Christ-filled home. But it's still bittersweet, you know, because he was such a light, such a light, such a God, God fearing light. And I couldn't look, I couldn't wait to just hug some cousins. So that's just a little personal side note as I'm recording this live and 
So I knew I had to take Friday off. So I knew Monday's going to be a little more hectic than it normally is. I like to ease into the week and ease out of the week. But for some reason with this client of mine that I've been working with for over two years, Microsoft loves to kick your butt Mondays and Fridays in the middle of the week seems to be calmer. I don't know what's going on there. It's like a kickstart and a kick jump. I don't know, whatever that term would be. Not my favorite, but grateful to be working with such a dynamic team. So moving right along, speaking of that, so my anxiety is a little bit there. So I'm going to walk with you through this confidence boosting process in your workplace. Maybe there's something in your workplace that makes you feel a little bit off, or maybe you're brand new and you're just not giving yourself that kind of grace that you deserve in a new setting. My daughter just started a new job. She's gosh, I think going into her second week with them and, um, shout out to Lululemon. (laughs) That's where she's working right now, downtown front street in Traverse city. But she came from a position where she was working two years and was in management at another location, bigger store, faster pace in Las Vegas. And I think she thought she would just get to just jump right into another retail position and, and know everything and feel just the same confidence and leadership and know how to fix everything and solve everything and not feel dumb and not have questions, even though it's a new company, it might be a similar retail environment, but it's going to, it's still going to be a different terms, different protocols, different policies and procedures, different systems, different way of doing things, different terms. You know, you got to love the acronyms that that companies use and they expect you just to know them and you feel dumb. Am I right? You feel stupid. So props out to her for admitting she doesn't like this. She came home yesterday saying, I don't like feeling like I have questions and I don't how to solve things. I don't love how they trained me. The onboarding process, she says, needs work because that's the what she used to do is do the training, hiring and so on with her previous company, Tilly's that she worked for. So I'm embracing that, that she's involved in that. And she's, you know, seeing some areas of improvement that are needed. Maybe she can be the leader in that. That's how I like to pivot her mindset around. What do we do when we don't like something? We look for solutions. That's the key. And I feel that way too. Microsoft has dumped me into four different teams in two years. And every team has a different rhythm of business. And every team has a different way of doing things. And that's just how Microsoft is. Even though it's a large company, it's fast moving. It's consistently changing, evolving. You have to in the tech world. That's just how it is. And me being on the outside as a consultant has to consistently learn new phrases, new terms, what projects you're working on. What does this person say versus this person? And there's no time to just, there's no sleeping on that job. Let's just put it that way. You're constantly pivoting. Keeps me sharp, you know, and I'm grateful for the opportunity and, you know, no, no words of negativity here, but how can I be better? How can I feel more confidence? How can I get rid of those Monday feelings, that Sunday night vibe of, ugh, tomorrow's Monday. And I'm dreading it. And it's ruining my Sunday. It's ruining my Jesus day. Sundays are soulful time for me. I love a good calm energy Sunday. So sometimes it it just takes me just to go, you know what, Carrie, you're going to get up a little earlier. You're going to do this before your first meeting and you're going to prep your day. You're going to have meal prep. You're going to, because it's going to be back to back to back to back for eight hours plus. 
And I know there's some meetings that I'm going to be need to be prepared for. I'm leading them. So where can I get my confidence? Confidence comes from being prepared. You know, first step is to identify my fear, my fear. Why am I dreading my Monday? And how can I make it better? Should I just push it aside? Because resistance and procrastination doesn't work. What you resist persists. You know, you can feel that. Why do I want it to ruin my Sunday? I'm going to go get a pedicure after this. I am not going to let it ruin my Sunday. I've been listening to Beth Moore on my podcast and getting my Jesus time in. And then I'm going to go do some self-care and I'm going to jump into my new psychological thriller book I just bought. I'm filling my cup right now and I don't want to ruin that with my Monday thoughts and fears. So key is to get clear on the identify my fears. I like to take things in stride and the only way to feel confident about my Monday morning, and I'm sharing with you my routine because I know you're going to learn from it. That's how we learn. It's a girlfriend time. It's girlfriend time, right? It's girlfriend guy from the side time. This is what works for me is to over-prepare. If I've got a presentation I need to do, confidence comes from knowing what's coming next. If I've got a pitch deck or a, a slides, PowerPoint slides, whatever you want to call it, we call them a deck here in, Power, in PowerPoint land. <laughs> if I've got slide one, two, three, four, five, I know what I'm going to speak to. I'm ready. I've got my questions. I feel good. I'm in a good place. No one's going to, I'm going to feel at least equipped. Yes, there's going to always be a surprise here and there. And there's going to be those off, you know, kind of curveballs that people throw at you called questions. And just having as much knowledge as you can and get your arms around that, the better you will feel, especially if you're a presenter like me or a consultant, or you're doing a lot of that. Maybe you're in a board meeting. Maybe you don't get to do virtual like I do. You're in person like my daughter has to do and so on. Have a cheat sheet, have your notes in front of you, have a guideline, get some bullet points, something quick you can glance at and say, yes, we're, this is where we're at on this project or whatever it is that you're doing. So you can feel confident walking into that meeting. When I worked for Action Coach many moons ago, back in 2009 to 2014, we would have what we called a whip meeting every Monday morning. And I dreaded that too. And whip is exactly how I felt after I walked out of that meeting. It's like, of course it means work in progress, but girl, let me tell you that acronym fit pretty well, especially with the boss I worked for. I felt whipped every morning, every Monday morning. So I dreaded it, but you know what? I started to knock it out Friday night, Friday morning, Friday evenings. This is, was not a virtual office environment then. I would start to hammer out my notes so that when I came in Monday morning, I didn't feel side, you know, like distracted or caught off guard, all those negative feelings like here I am. Oh my gosh, it's Monday morning. Let me, let me fix my hair. I just came rumbling in like a hot mess. I felt prepared and I actually looked forward to it. Like, bring it girl, bring it, bring your hot questions. I got it. I've got my spreadsheet right here. I got my notes. I'm good. That confidence is there. Do you feel me? feeling it. So where in your workplace do you have strengths and weaknesses? Where can you grow the weaknesses? Mine is I hate mornings. That's my weakness. I'd rather sleep in. Sometimes I don't want to start my work day until that first meeting. But what does it get to look like if I actually started a little earlier, 
filled my own cup, got my notes ready, looked at the day, didn't let the, t- the day take me over. Don't let your business or your day or your work life run you. You have to step in the driver's seat and learn to run it. Run that business, run that day. You get to decide. Don't be reactive, be proactive. And that comes with jumping in, getting a head start, learning to just kind of go, you know what? I'm not going to let this take me over. I'm going to get an early start. I'm going to jump in and feel confident once my day starts. Again, nothing feels, it feels literally like someone drug your leash. You're like, you're a dog on a leash and someone's dragging you through your day. That's what it feels like when you're not prepared. You're like, oh my gosh, another meeting. Oh my gosh. What now? I could not even function. I, I feel so unprepared. I'm just, when do I get a break? Is it lunchtime yet? That's how we get to feel confident, ladies. We get to own it. We get to step into the driver's seat. Girl, put your plat- put your shoes on. If there's stilettos, if that's what makes you feel good, even if you work virtual like me, there's something about just getting dressed pretty, camera ready. I don't do all my calls on camera, but I have my my halo lamp over my laptop or my, my monitor, and I'm ready. Because I, you never know when they're like, oh, Carrie's here. She's new to this team. It's a new call. Have you guys met Carrie? Carrie, could you come on camera and introduce yourself? Uh, you know what? That used to, I used to dread it. Now I'm like, hey, girls, what's up? You know, like click on that camera light. I'm good. Here I am, Carrie Lynn Millspaw, business owner, business leader, public figure, public published author, keynote speaker, a motivational keynote, award-winning motivational keynote speaker. You know, like just own yourself. Here I am. I thought you would never ask. I'm happy to introduce myself because I know who I am. I've done a lot of work on who I am. But there's still those little self-doubt talk, you know, evaluate your self-talk in your workplace. I can still, for some reason with this company, because it's so intimidating, there's so many people that have worked, they're lifers, they're 15, 25 years in with Microsoft. So when I jump in and I'm like, oh, I've been here a couple of years, bouncing around from team to team, still trying to learn how you guys do things in some places, still trying to learn some of your acronyms, God help me. In fact, they had a glossary, no lie, a glossary, online glossary for you to type in the acronyms and it can help you kind of figure out what it means. And props out to the full-time employees that I work with because even they are stuck (laughs) many times on what these new acronyms are. Nothing's better than just equipping yourself, you know? So evaluate that self-talk. Silence those self-doubt little chitter-chatter in the background. Like, who are you? Why are you, why are you even here? I can't believe they hired you. They're going to fire you. They're going to let you go. That's garbage. Let those doubt little nagging voices from the enemy, because that's where they come from. Anything fear-based is not of the Lord. I've got to remind you of that. Fear-based self-talk is the enemy. He wants to rip you down. He wants to tear you apart. He wants to see you fail because he loves it. Jesus is your silent partner. The Holy Spirit will equip you better than anything else out there. He will come in and fill you, give you knowledge. That's my prayer every day. Lord, give me wisdom. Give me intuitive wisdom. Give, be my mouthpiece. Jesus, work through me. Be the light that comes through me. I'm just the conduit. I say that all the time. 
Lord, take the wisdom I thought I had and bring it forward. Even if I don't have it, if there's folders in my mind somewhere, Jesus, open those up. I've got so much experience. I can work with anything. I'm intuitive. I've got the Holy Spirit speaking through me. I can't fail. I can't fail, but you can fail if you choose to let the enemy's voice be louder than the Holy Spirit's. Big difference there. Massive difference. So sometimes those voices get loud. It's really hard in the moment of spinning. When we're spiraling, that's when the devil's like, oh my gosh, she's, I got her. I got her. She's starting to go down that rabbit hole of self-doubt. How do we get ourselves out of that? I've been there so many times where I'm like, I'm spinning out of control, Lord. It's that Jesus take the wheel. Carrie Underwood, her lyrics start to shout out at me. Jesus take the wheel. I'm spinning. What term can you use when you are starting to spiral? Because you first got to recognize it. And many times we don't. I see this with my daughter where she just spins. And I know she's told me a million times, mom, just let me rant. Just let me let it out. I just want to be heard in this moment. And my little brain, I told her the other day, I'm like, I'm mom. I want to fix your pain. That's what we do. When I see you spinning out of control, I want to jump in and fix it. I've been mom and dad for 15 years. Her father's been in and out of her life very, very sparsely through most of her life. Not there for emotional turmoil, not there for the the hardships and the good, bad, and the ugly of parenting. He's just been there very, very little. So I've been mom and dad through her, her life. So I have that masculine trait that kicks in that wants to fix her problems. And she'll remind me over and over again, mom, just let me rant. <clears throat> now I want you in your moment of spiraling to know how to course correct quickly instead of losing it, especially on a meeting. If you're in a meeting, take a deep breath. I've got this. I know who I am. I know whose I am. Let's be, let's be clear on that. I know I'm a child of the King of the most high God. I know whose I am. God wants to see you win. Let's not give in to that self-doubt, that negative self-talk. So watch yourself in those moments when you just like, you'll say, goodness, Carrie, really? Gosh, figure it out, girl. Girl, get a grip. You know, you can hear yourself saying that stuff, whether it's in your head or out loud. Don't say it. Just say, girl, you got this. You got this. Come on. You've got this. You can do this. Be your own cheerleader. Be your own superhero. Jump in and go, I got this. You know, and sometimes we have to <clears throat> just kind of go into a little self-talk before the day starts or before the week starts. Maybe that's your Sunday. Maybe that's your journaling time or whatever day off you have before you start your work day or work week. Getting clear on what unique traits you have, what you bring to your team or workplace, what unique traits you have. I have to remind my daughter of this often. I mean, she's like, well, sometimes everybody's just kind of in a meh mood. It's cloudy or raining and there's kind of la. Bring, bring the sunshine then. Maybe that's what you get to be. <clears throat> when I worked in Action Coach, I was Carrie Sunshine. That was my nickname. 
because a lot of the time it was a gloom and doom office environment because the CEO was just brutal. She was tough to work for. She would make you feel like garbage. I think her, I, I speak on her behalf, her, her leadership style was to lead by fear. And she thought if she beat you down, you would rise up, want to rise up like a challenge. But instead it was more of, you know, you tuck your tail between your legs and kind of slink off into your office instead of getting really clear on just your power, your strength and so on. And that can be detrimental to a person. Not everyone, <clears throat> I'm just having voice challenges today. <clears throat> Not everyone rises to the challenge. Not everyone is led by fear and embraces that. Very few. It's an old school way of leading. I don't recommend it. Lead by inspiration. Lead by boosting their confidence, giving them the empowerment that they can do better, reward them when they do better. And they'll want to do more for you. Your team will want to work harder, longer hours, because they just love that feeling of we're going to win in this together versus that dictatorship style of leading. It doesn't work. I don't recommend it. It's disgusting. It's, it's detrimentally damaging to your team. Clearly it's damaging. You're going to have a bunch of weak, broken humans working for you instead of empowered individuals that will rise to a challenge. So I would come in and just be smiley, smile. Hi, what's up? Hey girl, look at you. Oh, those new boots. Ooh, look at those new boots. Come on guys. You got your coffee yet? Anybody get your coffee? Who made the coffee? And that was just me. And a few of my coworkers just nicknamed me Carrie Sunshine. Sometimes you have to be that person. You know, you have to be the change you want to see in your workplace. Be that person. Get the confidence to do it. People will come back and go, you know, I really look forward to that. Or I really like what you said in that meeting. I really, I really, you know, and I've heard this recently as well. I really enjoy and appreciate the energy you bring to the team. Because you can imagine, I'm just going to put you in that place with a Microsoft team. When I'm working in those teams as my client, again, this is my client, it can be very um, in their headspace, 100%, just getting through it, muddling through it. So they're overwhelmed. The team is overwhelmed. They can complicate the simplest things. My job is just to come in and go, you know what? Pause, take a break, take a breath. You've got this. You can do this. It's just us. Sometimes I have a one-on-one -on -one with a team member. I'm like, it's just us. We got this. Let's laugh it off and see how we can make it better. You know, sometimes you have to be that person, that mediator, the one that comes in and creates that sunshine or that, that breath of fresh air, whatever that looks like. And you're doing it for yourself. You don't even realize when you're calming others, you're calming yourself in the process. Give people, your coworkers permission to be human. And they will give you that same respect back over and over again. Because sometimes we, in the workplace, we just put ourselves on this pedestal of, I have to be perfect or I'm going to get fired. They're not going to see my value. I got to get it all right. There's vulnerability in just be vulnerable for a minute and say, I, I, guys, this is where I've stuck a little bit and I need a little help here. 
I know how to do this piece and this piece and I got stuck here because I, I lack the knowledge or the awareness or I, I just need a point in the right direction. I'll be vulnerable with my team and go, guys, I'm really good. I If this was in this platform, I'd be all over it, but it's not. This isn't YouTube. This isn't Facebook. This isn't Instagram where my social media skills come into play. Instead, I'm working with Microsoft here and I need to know what platforms are best. Is it Viva Engage? Is it Teams? Where do I play? You know, where do I get to be more active and aware? So create that. They'll come to you and do the same thing when they like, you know what, I've got all this, but I'm kind of hitting a roadblock. I've got a blind spot up ahead. How do, how do I get around it? I want to do better. Be vulnerable. Vulnerability creates connection. You're going to feel, you know, like think about the, the people you've put on a pedestal. And when they say, you know what, I'm going to be vulnerable for a second and just say, hey, I need help here. I've got some weaknesses that I need to turn into strengths or I need my team to back me up here and make me stronger because I suck here. You know, I work with a, a team member that's her challenge. You know, she just kind of has some challenges around feeling confident presenting to higher leadership teams. And that's okay. That's normal. Everybody does. But if we equip her with everything she needs going into that meeting, she's going to be confident. She's going to soar. She's going to knock it out. That's everybody. That's every client I've ever worked with. I create that back-end confidence. If they get them on television or get some publicity or get them in front of the right people to speak to or a podcast interview or anything of that nature, just having that confidence with a little cheat sheet notes of what to prepare for, what to have ready, what, what little notes do I need on the side, carry a little talk track, whatever that looks like. That's my job to empower you. It makes a huge difference. How can you be that person for you? How can you create that little talk track that you need Monday mornings, Tuesday mornings, whatever day it is, whatever day you dread, let's take that day and make it into a day you look forward to. Let's equip you so that instead of coming in, dragging yourself to the conference room or the meeting or whatever that looks like, or sales floor in my daughter's situation, how can we equip you to be confident, take it in stride? You've got to put your armor on first, whether it's reading scripture, reminding yourself in prayer, whose child you are over and over and over and over again. I'm Carrie Lynn. I'm Jesus made me. He's made me through this. He's molding me. I'm the clay. He's the, he's the pottery maker. He's the clay maker. What is that term? Boy, am I really messing this up? <laughs> I'm the clay. He's the potter, right? He's molding me and shaping me every day. Give him permission. Lord, I know it's uncomfortable in this moment, but I know I'm going to be better after. I'm going to be somehow a better version of myself. When you get done with me, Jesus, I give you permission. Let the Holy Spirit do his job. And then you can embrace it because it's not, I'm not doing this by myself. I'm going in with confidence because I'm not alone in this. You know, just, just be open again, those unique traits. What part of you, what get little ingredient do you get to bring to the team? What piece of you, that trait, that unique trait that you get to be, be a part of, embrace it. If you're the person that makes everybody laugh, be that person. If you're the one that gives everyone a little grace and confidence, be that person. If you're the, the one that's like, you know what, I'm going to lend an ear today and help a coworker out, be that person. 
be the person again that you want to see more of. Maybe you want someone to give you a little grace and respect from time to time or a little, a little breathing room to get something done. Do it back, do it to your team. You'll get it in return. And most of all, as I kind of wrap this up, give yourself time to tackle new challenges. Be open to trying new things. Every time you start a new job or a new role within that job, you might've been there 15 years, but now all of a sudden they're giving you more responsibility in an area that makes you feel a little uncomfortable because it's brand new. And you're used to literally going on autopilot every day to work. I've been there. It's kind of nice sometimes just to be on autopilot, rattle off every answer, have a solution for every problem because you've been doing it for so long, you could do it in your sleep. Yes, that's very confidence boosting, but you don't grow. You're not getting polished. You're not fine tuning yourself into that beautiful diamond as a polished diamond. You won't grow if you stay in the comfort zone forever. You'll never get to see what you really can become. Ask for new challenges, ask for more responsibility, grow and expand. It's uncomfortable. Yes. But that's when you know you're actually growing. That discomfort is a good sign. It's a confidence booster every time, you know, we're going to courage is what's going to make you just jump in anyway, jump in scared, jump in fearful, jump in anyway, take it by the bull by the horns. You've heard the saying over and over again, whatever that means. <laughs> I don't want to be by any bulls, but take it, jump in. It's going to be scary. Don't back away. Lean forward. When things feel scary, lean in. You're going to learn something. You know, that twinge in your stomach, like, um, I want to say no. In fact, that's the first thought that came into my head when somebody says, do you want to go do this? No. <laughs> that's almost always my first response in my mind. Carrie, you want to go do this? No, I don't. Never done that before. I don't know how to do it. I don't, if I can't excel at it and look amazing doing it, I'm probably going to say no. <laughs> Let's be real, you know, like a new sport or, you know, I love to golf, but if, if I'm going to golf with like five men that are really good, no, no, thank you. I'll pass. There's not enough drinks to go around to make me say yes to that. Nope. I don't like to golf with men. I like to golf with girls because we tend to be a little more chill with each other, a little more relaxed. We like girl, you got this. Good job. We're like high-fiving each other, even though it took us 10 strokes to get it in the hole. Like, girl, did you, we stopped counting and keeping score a long time ago. That's my vibe of golfing. In fact, I do better when I don't put pressure on myself. I actually do really well. I'm like, dang, girl, you got this. Damn. Hitting them straight. But I could probably learn to relax around a man, a man golfing. I would golf. I've golfed with very few men. Let's just put it that way. Very, very, very rarely do I golf with a guy, but that's usually when I learn the most. They give me some pointers. You can learn more when you, when you golf with people that know more than you. Again, I'm taking this into a, a situation of sports, but where, where in your workplace can you say yes? Instead of letting your coworker say yes. Oh, well, so-and-so is really good at that. So let's, let me push her into that role. She's really good at that piece here. You go do it, Carrie, or you go do it, Michelle, or whoever you're working with. You know, it's like, girl, go, 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 go do that. I, um, get nominated for a lot of things, whether I want to or not. Like Carrie, can you do the graphics on that? Cause we don't have any 
creative genes over here in this team? Or can you wordsmith this or the communication? Can you, can you change up that newsletter? Cause it just doesn't look right. Or the format's not right. We need some creativity, some, some solid wordsmithing over here. I do. I do recognize my strengths. Yes, I do have that. Yes, I'll take that with stride. I got it. When someone wants me to build a platform on Excel with a dashboard and numbers and formulas, I'm going to shrink back and go, oh my God, please don't nominate me. Please don't ask me to do that. This is where I suck. And I mean, really, really bad, badly suck, but I'm not going to learn to be great at it if I don't embrace it. So in the last couple of years, I've learned to grab reports off of dashboards, pull them into Excel, manipulate the spreadsheet, do pivot tables, create dashboards, create formulas. Do I love it? Nope. But guess what? It doesn't scare me as much. It doesn't intimidate me as much. I feel a little more confidence around that because I chose to lean in. Sometimes I don't have a choice. My client needs it. I'm going to make it happen, but I'll, I'll, I'll lean in now more to things I'm not clear on, or I don't have an understanding, or I don't have a comfort zone around, or I'm not aware of it. I just feel dumb. Embrace feeling dumb. It's okay. You're comparing your start to someone else's middle and that's not okay. Embrace feeling dumb. It sucks. I hate it. I like being the leader. I like being the solution girl. It's got all the answers to everybody's problems. It's where my comfort and it's where I shine because I've worked in personal development for so long. Being like an executive or success coach is easy for me. I can jump in and say, this is where you're having problems with your team. This is where you need to course correct. This is where you're lacking communication. This is where you're lacking confidence. This is where you're lacking some mindset tools. Let me jump in and help you. I can do that in my sleep, but I'm not going to grow as a human or anything else if I'm constantly staying in just my comfort zone. So when the team pulls me in and says, this is what you got to do, this is what I need, I'll grit my teeth. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I will want to shrink away and go, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I'll try to resist it. And guess what happens when we resist it? It persists anyway. And I'll lean in and do it. And you know what? When I submit those spreadsheets and reports and knock it out, I feel like a million bucks. I'm like, look at me. I did that. Yeah, I did. The girl that hates numbers, unless it's money going into my bank account, just have to put that clause there. Unless it's money coming into my bank account, I'm all about those numbers. But when it comes to like millions and billions and dollars and Microsoft and the spreadsheets and the numbers and the conversions and the percentages and the decimals, where do they go? <sighs> Not my favorite place to play, but now I'm like, whatever, bring it on. I'll figure it out. It's actually kind of fun for me to talk, make, create presentations and learning how to wordsmith with numbers, how to tell a story with numbers and charts. Who knew? Who knew this little bubbly blonde over here that just likes to play in the happy world of creativity and colors and vibrance and graphics and personal branding and logos and fonts and lots and lots of words, which is why I have a podcast and books. Who knew she could do something like that? Now I feel confident. Like, bring it. I can talk tech talk all day. Tech talk, spreadsheets and numbers and pipeline talk, sales funnels. I got this. Conversion rates, closing ratios, opportunity closes, and so on. 
I got this. Now it doesn't scare me. It's like, and I hate to say this, but isn't this the truth, girls? Once you start to master something, they just pluck you right out of there and throw you somewhere else where you don't have to learn all over again. That's all my life has been like for the last two years with Microsoft as my client. I just start to master it, get a grasp of the team, start to see change. And they're like, okay, thank you for your time. Now let's use your gifts over here. See what you can do in this team now, Carrie. Yay, thanks. It's like you fix fix the squeaky wheel and now you got to go fix the other three squeaky wheels. It's just how it is. And I'm constantly growing and evolving and I'm embracing it because I get to take it which into the next role and the next and the next and the next as I keep to growing and expanding as a human, as a business consultant, as a business owner, as a podcast host, sharing again, more stuff with all of you. So take and embrace your fears yourself, negative self-talk, embrace it, recognize it. Where's my strengths? Where's my weaknesses? And identify all of it, list it out. Then get really crystal clear on where you get to shine in your business place. One little tidbit again, this is just a little bonus feature I want to instill in your heart right before I let you go. When we worked at Action Coach, we had this book. I think it was called fill your bucket or something along those lines. And we had these little buckets at our desks and every day we were to fill out these little, well, you know, they were little droplets, teardrops. They were supposed to be water filling your bucket, you know, little tiny pieces of paper shaped like a teardrop or a drop of water. And you were supposed to write what you liked about that person, what unique traits they brought to the team, what skills and, and attributes they brought, what value they brought to the team. And it was fun because you would, at the end of the day, it was like getting trick-or-treating candy put in your bucket, your little trick-or-treat bag. All of our little buckets on our desks were being filled daily. We had to go around and do it. And at the end of the week, you just went through them all and you read them. And your bucket was full. You know, it's like your heart. When your partner or the people you love know your love language. And when you're on empty and you need that love language time, you're like, I need quality time from you today. Or I need to feel a hug or a touch or words of affirmation, gifts. You know, what's the other one? Actions. I need to see actions and things of acts of service. That's it. Drew a blank there trying to use the actual terminology of the love language book. I need you to fill me up today. That's what that was like in the workplace. And if you've never done that, I encourage you, if you've got a physical environment, try it, try it out. Um, the book of course is fill your bucket. And I, I can put that in the show notes. Actually, it's a great thing. In fact, I kept those, those little printouts that people hand wrote Carrie, I love that you do this, or you make me so happy when I see this, or I really look forward to this in your, in the work day, because you did that. I really enjoy how you such and such. I would read those. I had kept them in a little envelope and I would read them. I think I still have them to this day. This was a decade plus ago. Cause there's something about that that just fills your heart. I am seen. I am heard. I am acknowledged. People do see my value. We need little reminders that people see us. They don't always tell us. They don't always say, I appreciate you. They don't always acknowledge the effort you put into your work day. It's nice to see that from time to time. If you don't see it in your work environment, be that person, be the change you want to see. Start it, create it, give attributes. 
and give yourself a little compliment journal. Give yourself permission to create a little journal, get something cute and pretty, go to Target, go online, wherever you want to find a cute little notebook with some fun flowers in it or a pretty cover, something that's happy. If you like sailboats like me, I would have it in the front. If you like sunsets, whatever, find a fun cover and write down compliments that you have heard over your years. Sometimes we need to go to social media to find them and write them down. On LinkedIn, I have amazing recommendations from every client and coworker I've ever worked with. Not all of them, of course, that would be ridiculous, <laughs> a ridiculous amount. But I have many, like 10 or more, that are descriptive detail of what they loved working with me or working for me, working alongside of me, or me as their coach. And sometimes you just need to see that. I have testimonials on my website. Sometimes I need to remind myself, create a little compliment journal that says, I'm a badass, damn it. Write it on there, write it on the cover. I'm a badass. And remind yourself, put it somewhere near your computer, near your workspace. Sometimes just, you don't even need to flip through the pages of your compliment journal. Sometimes you just need to see it next to your books, your notepad, wherever on your desk. I have a, I have a, gratitude journal and I have other journals near my desk so I can kind of write quick and remind yourself when you're having that spiral moment that I was talking about earlier, when you're starting to spin, I want you to grab something. That's your lifeline. Get your compliment journal. Maybe it's your Bible. Maybe it's your devotional. Maybe it's just a scripture verse that you have on your desk somewhere or somewhere near, near and dear on your phone as your screensaver. If you're not someone that's at a desk every day, remind yourself, I'm a child of the King of the most high God. We've got this, me and Jesus, me and Jesus, the Holy spirit, we go hand in hand and we've got this. Jesus wants to see you succeed. Don't give in to the enemy. Never, ever let, let him have his way with you. You can't do that. You will not, not today, Satan, not today. I give you so much praise for being here today. And I'm gonna give you a big hug and I'm gonna pray with us today real quick. We're just gonna do a quick prayer before I close out. Father God, I thank you for this group of women and men. I know you're there. I see you, I feel you. I know your energy's here. God, I embrace them all for listening and tuning in to this podcast. God, give them confidence, courage, Holy Spirit, wisdom, Give them a godly presence in their work environment, Lord. Embrace their career, their purpose, no matter how big or small that it gets to be. God, just embrace them today as they step forward into their work week, into their work day. Anything that scares them, God, give them calm, Holy Spirit confidence. Give them grounding, Lord, in the words and the promises of the Lord God Almighty Scripture. Jesus, just embrace them, hug them, fill them up with confidence, be their mouthpiece, Lord Jesus, especially to those of us that are scared, introverted at times, afraid to speak up in boardrooms, afraid to speak up in, in meetings. God, give us that confidence to speak up and be the light, be the light, Jesus, the light you want us to be, Father God, I ask in your precious holy name, amen. Big hugs, big love. I'll see you on the next episode.
Hi there, friend. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and double check that you're subscribed or following. And if you've got a quick 30 seconds, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star review and share what you specifically liked about this episode. 